I just think right now, women, especially in business, this is the year of women. I just know that. Life begins at 150 grand a year. Life gets better at 250, and life gets real good at 500. Nobody can tell me differently on it. When you start teaching something, I feel like that's when you start to master the actual art of it. You and I, when we publish a book, we can go toe-to-toe with any of the New York trade publishers, any of the big-time authors. We get to compete in that marketplace and then let the market decide whether our stuff is good. People forget sometimes as an entrepreneur, the whole damn point of entrepreneurship is to make money. And now here is The Win with your hostess, serial entrepreneur, marketeer, and chief sexy boss. Heather Havenwood. Have you ever wanted to stop the nine to five grind and start your own business? Then now is the time to start and grow a business. Hi, I'm Heather Havenwood. And as a female entrepreneur and business coach, I can help you double your income and triple your time off. My gift to you today is a free one-on-one strategy session with me personally. Go to coachwithheather.com. That's right. Go to coachwithheather.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Uh, I might be changing that name to The Winning Entrepreneur. So all of a sudden that changes. Don't worry about it. Um, My name is Heather Havenwood. I'm super excited to have you here. As you know, I focus on helping men and women, entrepreneurs, coaches, service providers explode their business online or offline, really focusing on the marketing and sales strategy. So today I have someone on the phone. Phone? No, wait, is that, we're not on the phone anymore. We don't have phones anymore. Do they exist anymore? Is Jason. Jason, are you on the line? I'm here. Hello. And so we're also video. Yeah, phones. Did I just say phones? I might as well just say cassettes. There we go. Eight tracks. Oh, eight tracks. We just say beta eight tracks VHS. If you're a millennial, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Uh, you were born in the right generation. I have Jason M. Silverman on the line. He's an entrepreneur, marketing expert, and coach, as well as a martial arts master instructor. Oh, that's, can we just talk about that? You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. That would be awesome. You're a sought after speaker. Whenever I see the word sought after speaker, I kind of have this visualization of a bunch of people running after you. Is that how it works? All the time. All, All the time. time. You have a it, bunch of chicks. Normally, though, it, normally it's, it's, it's my, my seven and eight-year-old running it. <laughs> Yeah. You, have a, you have an adorable family and a beautiful wife who is awesome as well. So she, he is the CEO of Powerful Words Character Development and co-founder of All Star Cheer Sites and founder of the Seven Figure Formula Mastermind Group. Is known for his no BS yet supportive approach to helping entrepreneurs and their businesses to thrive. So thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. So you can check him out at Jason, JasonMSilverman.com. Okay, so you and I have known each other for a long time. We, when we, well, when I got started in podcasting, you were one of the first people to interview me. Was that the vice versa for you too? I think so. You were, you were like one of the first, I think, twenty interviews I did. It was fabulous. Yeah, thank you, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And then we just re, re, uh, just recently reversed it again, and you interviewed me on Chatbots and uh, on your podcast. Amazing information, by the way. Oh, plug your podcast real quick. Oh, The Real Deal, Jason Silverman. Grab it now. It's free. That's really good. I actually did. Uh, when you reached out for chatbots, it, sometimes when I have like a specific thing I'm focusing on and someone reaches out to me and they want to interview me, I'm like, okay, we're going to, we're just going to, I mean, that could have been a webinar. You know what I mean? It was a podcast, but I just like. There was so the much that you shared so much that, yeah. you know, and, and, and I had a lot of questions about it. So like I left with 
just a, a plethora of information to, uh, to go through. It was awesome. Yeah, so go check out his podcast, um, the real deal podcast, and then type my name in too and come together and subscribe. You'll get both. You'll get both. You'll get both. And he's a great interviewer. Okay. So, all right, let's talk about what's working because you, so I just want to get the construct and kind of get the view of what you do um, for people. I'm going to kind of create the structure and I want you to also tap in here. You specifically focus on in one side of your businesses, um, cheer, what's it called? What do you call it? Cheer companies? Cheerleading, gymnastics, dance. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a very specific niche and it's very unique, right? Because you're dealing with women owners. Usually you're dealing with that. They are dealing with uh, 13 year olds, girls all the time. Right. And all the drama and moms, they're probably dealing with a lot of moms. They, they deal with different kinds of challenges than most entrepreneurs. Would you say that? I would. Although let's face it, right. You have a business, you've got challenges. So the goal, um, many of them who start coming to me come with their third world problems, you know, and, and this, I think these third world problems are standard regardless of the business you're in. I don't have leads. I don't have enough money. I don't know where to get my next client. Uh, and my goal for each of them is to transform those third world problems into first world problems. Gosh, what do I do with all this money? Where do I find new staff? I've grown up out of my facility? How do I find the next one? How do I franchise prototype my business so that I can grow and scale faster? Mm, I love that. I'm, I'm going to steal that. <laughs> From third world problems to first world problems. Officially stolen. Um, so, okay. That's really cool. So when you're dealing with entrepreneurs in general and you deal with mainly women, right? I'm assuming. Yeah, I've got, I've got probably 50-50. Uh, I, really? I, I have a lot of female clients, but we also have a lot of male clients. Interesting. Within the cheer world? Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow, that kind of fascinating. I didn't know that. Do you deal with anybody in the martial arts world as well? I do. Okay. I do. Yeah. Through, okay. Uh, and obviously through Powerful Words Character Development, the, the largest segment that we work with is the martial arts world. Ah, okay. That makes way more sense. Okay. So you so it's a focus on local business. So what's what would you say right now is the one of the biggest challenges that local businesses in general are dealing with? Crappy marketing. Yeah. Crappy marketing. I think that I still have people saying, hey, I want to make a nice flyer to hand out. Or, gosh, what's the least expensive way I can get a, uh, a newspaper ad? Where I'm like, oh, it's 2018. 2018. Why, why are we, you know, the 90s called, they want their marketing back. Right. Um, I see a lot of that. And, you know, a major problem because of that is mm-hmm. there's a lack of leads. Mm-hmm. All right. I, you know, when I first went into the cheer world, they didn't even know that a, a lead was a thing. It was basically somebody mistakenly happened to show up in their gym and then they kind of grabbed onto them and like basically wouldn't let them leave until they joined. And then they tell me, well, I don't have a problem because everybody who comes into my gym joins. Well, right. But that's only been two in the last three years. So Right. Yeah, exactly. So how do you get consistent leads over time so that they can have consistent sales and increase their revenue? Correct. Correct. I mean, we focus a lot on, you know, the digital marketing side of things and how do we take somebody into that 20th, 21st century of really there is an automated way to do this and then add the actual live engagement portion of it so that you become a real person um, to these people. Who do you think is really the market? for not for your business, but for their business, who really are you selling to? Who are they selling to? Yeah. Who are, who are your gyms selling to? So my gyms really have two clients, right? And this is, this is another differentiator between the, uh, the after-school activity world and the general entrepreneurial space. Um, the after-school activity world has two clients, right? They've got the client of the 
the athlete or the child themselves, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you can't engage, if you can't teach, if you can't um, bond, if you can't have them enjoy themselves, they're not staying. Right. The one who actually holds the credit card, right? So again, most people F that part up something fierce because they're great with kids, but they're dreadful with adults. Right. They're great with adults and they're dreadful with children, which is really the, uh, a nail in the coffin. Um, most folks will forget the importance of the experience. So what I tell everybody is what you're selling isn't what you think you're selling. I'll ask people all the time, what business you're in? I sell cheer. I, I sell dance. I sell martial arts. No, you don't. You don't. If you did, it'd be a very short-lived product. They come in, they get the thing and they leave and, and that's it. What you're selling and what your true product is, mm-hmm. is the actual feeling they get when they go from your facility to their car. That feeling in their mind, in their heart, in their body, their soul, that is what you're selling because that lasts forever. So this is great. I just had this conversation with one of my clients that I, she's like, what she said, to, she said to me, this is the same thing. I'm going with it. She said, uh, I, uh, I'm a dating coach. I go, no, you're not. You what are you selling? I teach people how to find the love of their life. Uh-uh. What are you selling? And she, we went from that is worth like 20 minutes. What she's selling is hope, right? Hope to find the love of their life or hope or love, right? It's a feeling, it's an experience. Even if they go through her training and they don't find the love of their life, they don't find the soulmate, there's still an experience of hope potentially that she's going to be related to, therefore, AK getting paid for, right? If not, it's a matchmaking service. So for you, um, I love that, that the, what you're selling is really that experience from the door to the car. What is that? What is that experience? Could you put your, could you put your finger on it? What do you tell your clients? So what I tell them is what you're doing on the floor and what you're doing in your parents' viewing area or lobby or whatever um, has to lead up to the end result of somebody walking out the door and answering the most, in question, most important question in the world. The most important question, because every single one of our clients gets this question. You know what the question is? What? So how was it? Mm. Right? So when somebody asks your client, how was it? Do they say, OMFG, it was un-freaking-believable. This place is awesome. I learned this. I learned this. My coach is awesome. They gave me a cool high five. I love this. The place is clean. It doesn't smell like feet. It doesn't smell like chalk. And oh, by the way, you should come too. You should come too, right? One begets the next. You know, now I've had people say, well, that's Jason, that's unrealistic. You know, you're not going to make a kid happy all the time. You're absolutely right. Some kids don't make the team. Some kids get injured. Some people, you know, aren't happy with a correction. Right. If you shape every single experience in the doing of the thing with the goal of answering that question at the end, yeah, everything wins. So maybe you need to make a correction. Great. What system do you implement to correct so that they still leave with the fact that there was discipline versus punishment, that there was support versus being mocked, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it's interesting because you have two in your world, which is so brilliant. You have two clients. You have the child and the experience of the child. Right. And then you have the parent who actually is the one that writes the check or parents. 
and then you're dealing with maybe divorce parents or maybe you're dealing with one parent, you know, so there's a whole, there's like three people involved versus like a regular entrepreneur. It's just con- consumer to entrepreneur and only one person writes a check or, or even in corporate America where it's a different conversation too. You're dealing with almost potentially at least two, if not three, Correct. three parents, people, human brains, you have to engage with at a level that they are happy or content or satisfied. You know, it's not just one. You just hit it. You just hit it on the satisfaction perspective. Yeah. um, I've had people and listen, my, my daughter went to dance when she was young. Um, It was a dreadful experience. Absolutely dreadful. Um, I love my daughter. She's a wonderful gymnast. She has the natural rhythm of a drunk gorilla. So dance is really not really her bag. However, they stuck me in this room with like Vogue magazines from 1974, um, closed the window and didn't permit me the opportunity to consume the product that I was paying for. Oh, that's so good. Um, okay. This is good. This is so great because this can really open people's doors, brains. All right. I, I was in dance. Okay. And we had the similar, the, the dance room. Okay. And the parents were allowed to walk, come into this one room and they had this little window and you can't see me With a about maybe a foot like that. And you saw all these little heads like this, <laughs> you know, and there wasn't a space for all the kids. So if there's like 20 kids, there wasn't space for 20 adults, you know? Yeah. So it's like, they're fighting yeah. in the other side for the little space. And I, that's crazy. That's well, so crazy. Well, think about that, right? Like if you have a business that is client-based versus customer-based, and there's a very big differential there. If yeah. it's client-based and you're there to truly protect the relationship and protect them, they're under your protection, um, you want the opportunity for somebody to actually consume the product they're paying for. Yeah. And if they're not consuming it in a way that you think they should consume it, you have to provide the opportunity for them to consume it in a way that they want to consume it. Mm-hmm. So like I, I had had our folks go out and get coffee bars and I, you would not believe the hate mail I got. You're telling me that I have to provide free coffee for all these people. I'm going to charge them. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're going to get more people there. I always think about, because where I live in Austin, I'm literally right next to Zilker Park. And Zilker Park is an everyday five o'clock, no matter what day of the week is, Saturday and Sunday, it's soccer. You know, soccer, 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 soccer. There's a ton of soccer. From five-year-olds to, you know, everything in between. And especially the kid ones, what do you see? You see the parents kind of creating their own little like social event out of the soccer. Like, here we are. Okay, we're going to bring our cooler, <laughs> we're gonna bring our stuff. But then they get to talk amongst themselves. No, by the way, you know, little Jerry and, and Sarah, oh, look, they're fine. Oh, we saw them. They, good honey, you kicked something, you know, but they are consuming the product they're paying for and they're enjoying themselves. You know what well, I mean? Making them, the minute you transform something from a transactional relationship to a pleasure-based yeah. Now I have folks who say, I can't wait to go. I remember I, I ran a martial arts academy for years in Massachusetts and we'd have, I remember when I, I came in and there were two parents sitting in my parents' viewing area and I didn't see their kids there. I'm like, what are you doing here? They're like, you know what? Sometimes this is on the way home from work. So his dad pulled in, literally went and grabbed a cup of coffee and was just sitting down and decompressing with two of his friends whose kids also go there. <sighs> 
And I'm like, it became a social event, right? We'll meet you at the studio, right? Because it's a safe place and they can talk, they can watch their kids or one of their kids. And I mean, I guess the alternative is going to a bar or whatever. But yeah, this, it's just um, giving folks the opportunity to make sure they're actually consuming what you're providing for them. And I've had people even um, within some of my coaching businesses where they're like, I consume differently. Like they don't want to attend this, that, or the next thing, but they do want to consume in another way, shape, or form. So be it. Allow people the opportunity to consume the product they're buying. Oh my God. There's so much there. Um, something I'm noticing in the newer, cause there's a lot of new construction here in Austin. Every time we turn around, there's new construction and there's things I'm noticing like specifically with do- doggy places where, you know, you have um, uh, doggy daycare. There's mm-hmm. one. Another one is dentists. They, if you, if they have the ability to create the structure from scratch, like they're not walking into an old space. What I'm noticing is even with the doggy daycare, they're having like these huge windows so people can just watch their dog. Mm-hmm. Dentists. I mean, when I grew up in dentist world, remember, remember when I was five years old, it was this dark room and there was like no windows, you know, and there's the door would close. Hell. Yeah. It was very like this. Now I'm sitting there in my dentist chair. It's completely open. I could hear everything. I can see the doctor going in between. There's, there's, there's no walls. You know, I can see outside. People can see me. I mean, it's just this kind of transparency. But at the same time, it makes me as a consumer go, oh, look, there's somebody else getting the same thing. They're happy. They're dealing well. You know what I mean? It kind of makes, it also puts the spotlight on the um, people who work there. You know, you can't have someone mean to a client over there and it not here. You know, everyone has to be the big transparency concept, right? You go into a restaurant, you see what's going on. Yeah. You can say, oh, I love the chef. Oh, I love that. It's my favorite. There's a place here in Austin where you can get the chef, you know, you could literally be on the line with them and you can watch them. I mean, I wonder how that's like for them. I'm sure that's a pain in the butt, Uh, but I love it. I love watching a chef, a real chef, like a really good chef cook. Why? Because I can't, I cannot cook believe me, I was any ex-boyfriend. They're like, you suck. Stay away from the kitchen. Uh, but at least I experience it. So if I had a kid who was doing drill team or dance or soccer, I'm not good at those things. So I would like to see how they're progressing because I'm paying for it. You know what I mean? Like I'm paying for it. I want to consume it. I never thought about that. You want to, you want to have the person who's paying for it consume it, even though they're not the one doing it. Well, and I think the mindset in many of the after-school worlds, um, yeah, always been. Well, the parents are a pain in the ass, but you know they're a necessary evil because they 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 pay. Mm. And what I find is that well, they're actually not a pain in the ass if you treat them like a client. If, however, you treat them like a pain in the ass, they will rise or fall to right. that expectation. Um, so yeah, I think um, I think delivering on the promise is huge, and then letting folks know that you know, it's not just about the one thing, you know, because people will come into a business regardless of what it is. Mm-hmm. And they already have a set criteria of how they're going to judge whether or not you're good or not. When you give them a different set of criteria that in addition to our amazing classes, you're also going to be made to feel right at home here. We've got free coffee. We've got Wi-Fi set up. And obviously you can check out your classes. And I've had people say, oh, well, my building, it doesn't allow for a parent's viewing area. Well, great. Stick them in a room get a TV, get a closed circuit camera, and they can still watch and consume. 
Either way, as long as they get that opportunity, I'm not saying they actually have to be sitting next to their kid. Right. But, but they have to be able to consume it. Yeah. And I mean, if you think about like what any entrepreneur, what your business is, are people truly consuming? Mm-hmm. If not, what are they not consuming? Are they not consuming because it's, it's unnecessary? It's just like extra crap that you put in there? Or do they not even know it exists? That's a bigger window. What do you mean by that? Never doesn't nobody know it exists. What do you mean so by? I feel like most businesses are losing money because their clients don't know some of the services they offer. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't actually expand on. Okay, good example. My dentist. I'm going to go back to that. I have literally. My, I actually just changed dentists. This is not my new dentist. If he's listening, it's my older one. I would sit in the chair. Here he is. I mean, think about it. I'm sitting in his chair. I don't have my cell phone. I'm completely focused on my teeth. Right. I'm just focused. I'm sitting there. What? The, you should be selling me stuff. <laughs> Um, I do want teeth whitening. I have actually asked him to sell it to me multiple times and he does such a horrible job. I won't buy it. Um, I have asked him, well, what's the latest and greatest in dentistry? There's gotta be some new thing, right? He's like, oh, you know, not much. You know? (laughs) (laughs) And then I had to have the front desk persons tell me about their newest and greatest like whitening or something. But the fact to to me, this is, I'm just because I'm a salesperson and I'm a pain in the butt because the dentist didn't like sell me and I wanted to be sold. I didn't buy it. (laughs) So so horrible, Uh, but it happens everywhere. Uh, When I actually had, this is, this is where my, my direct response marketing came in. When I was with my uh, ex, we had a car with two chiropractic offices and a weight loss company inside of one of them. And so we had two locations. And one of the first things I did is that we had, they had these, one of them had a, a, a TV there, uh, wasn't being, it was sitting there. So the first thing I did was I put a TV in both flat screen. What, when you walk in, you see this big flat screen. And the first thing I did is create commercials for all of our products and services. And it just, it spun all day. And it was like a five minute and it was a big old commercial for, so even if in there, they're in the other location that had weight loss and the other location only had chiropractic, right? I was still selling the weight loss because the same client, you know, and we had, we had supplements, we had products, we had services, we had all these things and this commercial just looped. And I forget one day I walked in and it, the, it wasn't on. So the, the challenge you have to come up with, with that is the employees, the employees get sick of it, <laughs> right? The employees, he was like, it's, so what's not on? I'm like, there's four people here. They're sitting here in complete silence. And that is four people that I could be selling products to. Right. I'm like, and there's a website and we tell them they could be buying the products sitting in this chair, you know? So it's an ongoing conversation. Like what are your products? And because the business owner is in it every day, they assume all their clients know what their products are. And what's interesting about that is when I put that up there, all the clients were like, we had no idea that you did all that, you know? And then boom, you had sales increase. Yeah. I mean, if you find this is, this is actually an interesting speaking point. If you find that your staff isn't on board um, and doesn't understand, and more often than not, your staff doesn't understand because they actually haven't been clued in. Um, I don't believe that staff is inherently bad. I do believe that we probably don't tell staff enough to help them understand why that commercial has a loop. And actually, in fact, that the upsells done from that commercial is what pays your salary. Yeah. So um, if you're having a challenge with that commercial, learn to tune it out. Mm-hmm. If not, you know, there are way other places that you can work. 
Uh, we had, we, when we were, when I started with them and I started training the staff on sales, cause we had a, uh, the average, the average customer buy, right. When they came in purchase for chiropractic was $70. Right. And that was sometimes out of pocket, sometimes not insurance, but $70. However, once we started doing supplements and I started to train them, you never, you know, we never said, do you want supplements? Cause the answer is always no. But instead, we trained them. They'd have the supplements on the desk all the time. And they would say, hey, Jason, um, these two products the doctor recommended for you, here you go. Let me go ahead and add that to your bill. And now our average sale went from $70 to $170, sometimes $185 per person. And that changes in revolutionaries of business. Same customer. And some of those customers have been with us for 10 years and five years, four years. And they had never, you know. It was you at your dentist's office going, what's new? Yeah. And he's like, nothing. No, no, I I get it. I I, I mean, you know, I'm I'm totally dissing him and whatever. What a great opportunity though. Like when I think about my clients, um, when they come in, you know, what's your front desk staff doing? Are they, are they modeling and wearing? you know, new gear, new this, new that. Yeah. So cool. I love these. I think we have these in your size. Did you want me to grab one? The other thing is uniforms. Do you, do you suggest that for your clients to have uniforms for your, um, themselves and boys? Yeah, absolutely. Again, it's all that image sensory package. So tell us about that. Can you go down that world at all? Yeah, sure. Um, I believe that, as part of a business's success, there's got to be a particular look and feel, right? Because again, you think about what it looks like and feels like when you walk into Walmart versus what it looks and feels like when you walk into Nordstrom's completely different experience. And you're already preset and predisposed to pay more with one versus the other. Mm-hmm. Right. So understanding that one of the big challenges I had at my martial arts school was what was my staff wearing? I was always worried, would it be inappropriate? I remember I always hired um, high school girls uh, from my front desk and they were always fabulous. And I remember coming in one day and I'm like, couldn't imagine, I couldn't understand why all the dads were gathered around the front desk. Um, <laughs> I know so, where going. <laughs> yeah. So one of my, um, one of my front desk girls would look like she's going clubbing. She had a black bra on and like a mesh, shirt like over it um and for some reason all of a sudden all the dads were asking questions at the front desk right <laughs> what or time like, are y'all open yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's funny because i'm like okay you need to go home right now or better yet go into the uh the staff area here's a shirt and that for me started okay what does my staff look like what do what does you know, again, the end result of somebody coming in, imagine, let's just think about that experience. So you've got a bunch of dads there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now the mom decides to show up at the school as well, or gym as well. What is the mom's experience walking from our facility to the car? Right. Does she now think that I can't wait till they hit my credit card again? Mm Mm-mm. No, because she's thinking about buying a large hammer to smack her husband. Right. So <laughs> it's, it's really an important thing. So I believe, you know, you have to think about like, what's your brand? What's your look? What's your feel? It's got to be congruent, right? If you're in Miami, you probably shouldn't have people in turtlenecks, right? 
you know, it's got to be congruent um, with who you are and what you are um, and have everything be consistent. So the front desk should look like the front desk. The instructional staff should look like the instructional staff. Uniform is great because it takes away the need to be stylistic and individualistic. Yeah. uh, And then goof it up because most people will. Right. Exactly. Um, that's awesome. That makes sense to me. I think that's a really important piece, especially if you're a local business owner, that everyone should have the same outfit. I know that's annoying for people that um, are employees, but I think it's really important. We made the chiropractic, our chiropractic client, our, our employees do it. And it helped sales. You know, everyone knew who everyone was. Um, I just went to my chiropractor today, different chiropractor, and it's all over the place. I have no idea who works there. You know, they don't even have name tags. If you're, if you're going to let them wear whatever they want, they at least should have name tags. So we know who's what, you know, it's just a simple thing. It's all about commitment and consistency, which is a, a principle of influence. Okay. So as we wrap it up here, if people are like really interested in working with you or, you know, how can they work with you or tell us more about. What so I do. Um, one of the things that I've started uh, over the last two years doing with entrepreneurs is doing a full out half day uh, in-person deep dive. And okay. what we do is we go through and we rip apart the current business structure as you have it, look at all the systems that you've got, evaluate those systems, and then basically prescribe new systems to get you to the goals you've set for yourself. Oh, so, wow. Okay, great. That means it's a one day in-person at your... in in. Yeah, we come to my office in New Jersey. Uh, we do. It's it is a hardcore four hours. So it's one of those things. I've had people say, "Oh, can I do a full day?" You don't want to do a full day. Yeah, you, know, you don't want to do a full day. It's yeah. the the goal. I mean, I'll do it, <laughs> but you don't want to. Um, we found that you know within that four hours, there's usually four to five key systems that most businesses are missing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're pretty easily identifiable once we can cut through the, oh, well, this is really what's happening. Cause you know, there's pre-work we do before there's some calls we do before and usually we'll get there and they're like, oh, well, you know, I didn't tell you about this, 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 and this, cause as I'm looking through the numbers, there are an awful lot of diagnostic questions to go through and say, all right, well, tell me about the system. Tell me about your lead generation system. Tell me about your lead conversion systems. Tell me about some of your retention or client retention systems that you've got. And people say, oh. Oh, I don't really have those. All right, well then let's take the next 20 minutes and chart out, here's the goal. Here's how we get there. We just back our way into what those numbers are going to be and what those systems are going to be. Okay, got it. Great. So they can go check that out. What website do they go to for that? Best place to go is jasonmsilverman.com or message me over on Facebook and I can walk you through anything that you need. So that is Jason M silverman.com silverman.com thank you so much for being here this is a lot of fun for round two we'll do it again in a couple years (laughs) absolutely i look forward to it (laughs) every like three years like hey how you doing um this is good i really appreciate it you know i think honestly having like consistent contributors on shows i think is actually a good thing they do that on on cable news every day like oh look somebody's here oh the guest that was here last week. You know? um, but the reason I think that is it kind of creates a consistency. Uh, I think it's fun. It's actually fun. And you kind of find out what's happening in the, in the real time with other entrepreneurs. So I absolutely love that. So thank you for being here. So go check them out at jasonmsilverman.com. Uh, also Facebook, same thing, jasonmsilverman.com. 
facebook.com forward slash Jason M. Silverman. Go check him out and go check out my podcast on his show, The Real Deal with Jason M. Silverman and Heather Havenwood. All right, guys, this is Heather Havenwood. You can check me out at heatherhavenwood.com. Hey, it's Heather. Is your digestion feeling off? Are you often hungry even though you're eating enough and taking supplements? Are you struggling to burn off that last bit of stubborn fat that will not go away no matter how hard you diet or exercise? I guess I'm talking about myself here. See, it might be your gut. It was mine. That's why I am so excited to announce that P3OM, the Navy SEAL of probiotics, is now available at energywithheather.com. Look, tens of thousands of real people, including myself, has used P3OM to manage constipation, bloating, gas, acid reflux, abdominal pain, and much more. Look, as you'll learn when you go to energywithheather.com, P3OM uses unique and patent strand that has been proven in lab tests to deliver the right bacteria to your gut. So your body has what it needs to let go of all that fat. So look, what are you waiting for? Go to energywithheather.com. That's energywithheather.com. Thank you for listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Interested in coaching with Heather? Go to heatherhavenwood.com and sign up for a business discovery consultation. Here is your free gift for listening. Get three audio chapters of Heather's book, Sexy Boss, How Women Empowerment is Changing the Rulebook when you text the word sexy to 7200. Again, text the word sexy, that is S-E-X-Y, to 7200 and receive your three audiobook chapters. Number is good only in North America. This is a sexy boss rap. This podcast is a copyright of Havenwood Worldwide, LLC.